Heavenly Father. We thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for the psalm that you have given us, Father God. A bold vow that David is taking before your presence, Father. Knowing that, Father God, that you, you are a God who listens. Lord, I thank you, Father God, for making us, Father God, to go through the psalm today, Father, and to see, Father God, how much, Lord, a man whose heart has been touched by God is committed, Father. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness, Father. We thank you, Father God, for your love. We thank you, Lord, for your encouragement, Father God, that, Lord, your heart for us, Father, that, Lord, to be sold out for you, to be committed to you, Father God, and not to compromise anywhere, Father. Lord, we pray, Father God, as we, Lord, ponder in the psalm, Father God, I pray, Father, that you will, Lord, open our eyes, open our hearts, and open our minds, Father God, and make us to learn and observe and follow what you have committed to us, Father, what you want us to commit to you, Father God. Lord, I pray all of this, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So as I was uh, doing pre preparing Psalm 101, I just went into every verse and I wanted to find out why David said what he said. And in the meanwhile, I was looking in, uh, in Exodus. Moses asked, it's chapter uh, 33, verse 13. Moses asked God that if you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. Then God goes and teaches Moses. Then when I move on to chapter 34, verse 11, God says, Obey what I commanded you today. When you obey, I will uh, obey what I have commanded you today. I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, Perizzites, Hevites, and Jebusites. And that is what God showed Moses. When Moses asked God to teach his way so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. And God taught Moses throughout the wilderness what is, God, what is in God's heart, what pleases him and what does not please him. And God says, if you obey, then I will drive out the enemies. I will drive out every nation that comes against you. And I see the same thing in the psalm with King David. How did he make this pledge? He knows what, God's, what is in God's heart through the five books of the Bible. And he makes a, a determination. He makes a pledge that I will, I will live according to your standards. So why did he make that? Verse 1, he says, I will sing of your loving devotion and justice to you, O Lord. I will sing praises. So in Genesis chapter 18, verse 19, God says, For I have chosen him so that he will command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just in order that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has promised. And Proverbs chapter 10, 21 says, The lips of the righteous feed many, 
but fools die for lack of sense so what david is saying here that my loves i am a man whose lives have been changed i am a man whose hand has been touched by the almighty god you have touched my heart lord no matter i will, my life, my lips will be silent no matter what lord i will be proclaiming your goodness to others no matter what comes in the way i'm going to make this pledge i'm going to make this declaration that i will not bend i will not bow i will not be burnt but i will be committed to you that is what the the heartbeat of the psalmist second he says i'll pay attention to the way of integrity when will you come to me i will live with the heart of integrity in my house and he knows without god's strength he cannot live with integrity and that is proverbs chapter 28 verse 18 the one whose walk is blameless is kept safe but the one whose ways are perverse will fall into pit david knows that if his walk is not blameless if he does not walk with integrity he is going to fall into the pit and he makes a pledge that i will walk in integrity verse 3 he says i will not let anything worthless guide me i hate the practice of transgression i will not it will not cling to me deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 17 says nothing devoted to the destruction shall cling to your hands so that the lord will turn from his fierce anger grant your mercy show your compassion and multiply you as he swore to your fathers so he knew that if he kept kept anything worthless before him he was not going to inherit blessing but god's anger so he makes that pledge verse 4 a devious heart will be far from me i will not be involved with evil proverbs 11:20 says the perverse in heart are an abomination to the lord but the blameless in their walk are his delight so he knows if his heart is is not correct with the with god then what where he will be so he says that i will not be involved with evil and he makes a pledge that he will not have a devious heart and that will be far from him and was five he says i will destroy anyone who secretly slanders his neighbor i cannot tolerate anyone with haughty eyes or an arrogant heart exodus chapter 23 verse 1 says you should not spread a false report do not join the wicked by by being a malicious witness so now his heart has been touched by the almighty god and he says no more i can be near people who slander i will destroy them because that will slowly take me to the pit which is not where my life is destined so i am committed not to bend not to bow not to burn but be committed to the lord who touched my heart verse 6 he says my eyes favor the faithful of the land so that they may sit down with me the one who follows the way of integrity may serve me that is proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 says he who walks with the wise will become wise but the companion of fools will be destroyed so he says i'm not going to be destroyed i'm going to be living with your faithful people they will be surrounding with me they will be i will be sitting down with them the not with everyone but the one who follows the ways of integrity i will be with them and i will serve them then verse 7 he says no one who cheats or lies will have a position in my royal court 
that is proverbs 29 verse 12 says if a ruler listens to lies all his officials will be wicked so he knows the power of lies once lies fall into your ears what that will culminate in your heart he knows and we also know know that and he makes a commitment that he will not keep people around him who cheats or lies verse 8 every morning i will destroy all the wicked of the land wiping out all evil doers from the lord city that is jeremiah chapter 21 verse 12 each new day make sure that justice is done and rescue those who are being robbed or else my anger will flame up like a fire that never goes out and in deuteronomy 16 18 also god says to appoint judges and officials for the people for every tribe and every town so that the justice will be given to them so why did david make such a bold vow or pledge because this is a man whose heart was touched by the mighty hand of god he makes pledge to god that he will do certain things and he will not do certain things and as we saw here with all the verses there is blessing when you do something and there is consequences when you do certain things and that's why he makes a pledge here that he will do certain things and he will not do certain things it is not easy to make a pledge but this is a man who is committed to god because he knew what pleases god what will bring blessings and what will have consequences he says i'm willing wholeheartedly to make this commitment not a half hearted or may maybe committed commitment but a wholehearted commitment to the almighty god whatever it takes i will stick to my commitment after his heart has been touched by the mighty hand of god he decides i dare not give less than 100% to this marvelous king to this living god how can i give less than anything to my god that is the sign of a successful person a successful person is totally committed to his belief and action and that is what we see here in david and that's what god wants us to do also to make a pledge today and we also dare not to give less than 100% to our amazing savior who stretches arm for us on this on that rugged cross once you and i hear the call and accept him as our own personal savior we must constantly press towards the mark paul said in philippians chapter 3 i press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of god in christ jesus we all should be pressing towards the mark not becoming careless or lazy lacking enthusiasm and determination why because when you are careless and lack enthusiasm it will jeopardize your walk with the lord god wants us to become dedicated and be 100% committed to him you know when you read leviticus he says what kind of sacrifices he will accept and what kind of sacrifices he will not accept and he wants to accept everything that comes from that from us for that we need to live a committed christian life many christians are self satisfied because they compare their running the race with that of other christians they usually compare themselves with other christians who are not making much progress oh i am not like them i am much better than them had paul compared himself with others he would have been tempted to be proud and perhaps lacked in his zeal lacked in his enthusiasm and that would have jeopardized his walk with the lord his ministry 
but paul did not compare himself with others he compared himself with himself and with his lord and savior jesus christ i wonder how many of us today are comparing ourselves with the son of god the savior who redeemed you and me that was a challenging thing to learn from paul that he did not compare his walk with anybody else no church no ministry but he was comparing his life with his lord and savior jesus christ so total commitment is something that you must choose to do it is voluntary you can either do it or no do it not do it the choice is up to you no one can make you or force you to be totally committed to anything that's why i went down and picked up all those verses why did david make those commitment because he know there is blessing as well as there is consequences and he chose to live in the blessing of god in the favor of god in the presence of god and he says i will do certain things and i will not do certain things so that is voluntary it is your choice and it is up to you how much you want to be committed to your savior what are the benefits of total commitment well the main thing is that it is pleasing and acceptable to god that should be our ultimate goal to please god are we pleasing god and that should be the bottom line in our lives are we pleasing him or are we going to end up like the people lord we came and met you man we came and went to the prison we came and we did this we gave water and christ said i don't know who you are so is our lives going to be committed and lives that will be pleasing before god god wants our best whatever that may be god is concerned with excellence and excellence in god's side is not being the best it means being your best god desires first fruit first fruits not leftovers god desires first fruits not leftovers and david makes a vow that he will not give god the leftovers but first fruits that he will give god excellence not just the best but the very best that is the pledge he is making in the psalm and why should we why we should make the commitment if we don't make the commitment we will compromise so what does compromise look like in your personal life what does compromise look like in your family life do you look at social media pages that you know are not spiritually healthy are you driven by that do you entertain thoughts that you know are not spiritually healthy do you go places that you know are not spiritually healthy do you go to a, a people's house where you know only there will be gossip and slandering do you allow your kids to watch shows that are not spiritually healthy do you take your spouse or your friends or the little ones to places that are not spiritually healthy do you compromise do you tell others that what you do is none of their business especially when other believers try to warn you so how does compromise look in your life commitment will put a boundary around you and it will not let you compromise and even when it is inconvenience you will stick with the commitment because david knew in this journey of life there are wild wolves and roam, roaring lions roaming around all the time if you don't make that commitment you will compromise when they threaten you that is what why david makes the pledge i will not bend i will not bow i will not burn 
but be committed to my God. Was it easy for him to make such a weighty pledge? No, he knew the cost. Sure, it would be difficult. Sure, he would be mocked and made fun of. Sure, it would mean making sacrifices. There is a cost involved with real commitment and it takes a decision, dedication and dependence on the Holy Spirit. And that's what real followers do. I'm going to live a blameless life, no tolerance for evil. Will that be your commitment? So how does this psalm look for us today in 2023? Verse 1, no matter what the world think of me, I pledge to make music and declare about your steadfast love in the face of what happened in Sudan. Even when people question me, where is your God? Nothing will make me to doubt your love and care. You are a God who is still sitting on the throne. I will not allow anyone to anyone's mocking to hinder my walk with you. I will be bold in declaring your goodness to others. Nothing can or will quiet me. Even in the midst of catastrophe, I will say that you are a God who loves. You are a God who cares. You are a God of compassion. This is not the act of my God. My God is just. Verse 2, even in the secret place in my house when no one's eyes are watching me, I pledge that there will be integrity in my heart. I will not hide anything. I will burn every corrupted thought that goes on my mind. I will destroy every jealousy thought that is of evil from my mind. I will not look down on others or belittle people. I will not say something and do something. I will be a man and woman of integrity. Verse 3, I pledge I will not keep any worthless things before my eyes. I will not participate or even consider to do what the, what the worldly people are doing, the riches and comparison of this world. I will not let that to sway me away. I will not fall into competition. I will be content with your blessings. Verse 4, I pledge even when others hurt me, I will not cling to evil, but only do good to those who are hurting and mistreating me. I will pray for those who are accusing me. I will not take vengeance in my hand. I will continuously display your love by loving them. Verse 5, I pledge that except you, I will have nothing to pride upon. I will not fear men, but be your mouth. When anyone slanders others, I will go and talk to them. I will not sit idle saying it's not my business. I will fear you alone and not what others will talk or think about me. I will not fear about losing a friendship and I will not live a life that satisfies others. I will live a life that will satisfy you and my calling in this life. Verse 6, I pledge that when your children correct me and show my mistakes, I will not hide from them and speak to them in arrogance. I will let your children to minister to me and not my flesh, not my pride, not my ego, not my knowledge. No matter how hard it is to take correction from others, I'll keep your children close to me. It is a privilege to have your children minister to me. I will not bow down to the lies of the enemy. I pledge to have a favorable relationship with your children. Verse 7, I pledge I will not tolerate any people to speak lies into my ears. My close circle will be your children who will edify me. I will not go behind who are knowledgeable and wealthy. I will not go behind the knowledge of this world. I will not fall into false appreciation that will inflate me. I will allow only the truth your children's words to enter into my ears even when it is hard. 
I pledge I will not be satisfied with my needs. That is verse 8. I pledge I will not be satisfied with my needs being met. I will stand up for others. I will be a voice for justice. I will be on my knees praying for the people that you have brought into my life, not just my family. I will faithfully carry your children into the throne room of grace, the blind, the lame, the sick. I will carry them no matter how hard that is going to be. So David is pledging, I will not, I will not bend, I will not bow, I will not burn, but I will be committed no matter what it takes. We prefer to think of commitment as something that does not require any sacrifice. Nowadays, it's a big deal to make an honest commitment because we don't like being obligated. Commitment is at the very heart of what is to be a real man or a real woman. David chose to be a real man, a real man after God's own heart. Commitment is to agree or pledge to do something in the future until completion, not just saying today, but until completion, you are going to stick to it. See it through, regardless of the cross, cost, not halfway, but all the way through. However, when the things got uncomfortable or the way got hard or things did not go as we thought they would, we began to have second thoughts about what we had committed ourselves to doing and thus begin the breaching of our committed contract, our committed word. At that time, we began to search for reasons to justify why we should not be obligated to, obligated to honor or hold to the commitment we made as Christians. We at that time failed to follow the examples of Jesus Christ, who was the best example of true commitment, a real man who gave up everything for love till the very end. He gave his last drop of blood, a man who committed his life from the beginning so that we would not be bound to eternal hell. God does not want us to obey part way. He wants complete obedience. Complete obedience is one way that we let our light shine in a world of darkness. If Christians never act any different than the lost, then what makes us any different in the eyes of the lost? If Christians never act any different than the lost, then what makes us any different in the eyes of the lost? So what pledge are you going to make today? And how can you not make a pledge even after your heart has been touched by the Almighty God? Why were you waiting so long and let the enemy compromise your walk with the Lord? This is the time for us to look back on our commitment and see where we left it halfway, where we did not push through and gave in to the wolves and the roaring lion, where we yielded to the enemy and not yielded ourselves as a prisoner of love to the Redeemer of the world. In, in the year of 1840, a young man who was an earnest Christian found employment in a pawn shop. Although he disliked the work, he did it faithfully as unto the Lord. To prepare himself for a life of a Christian service, he wrote on scrap paper the following resolutions. I do promise God that I will rise early every morning to have a few minutes, not less than five, in private prayer. I will endure to conduct myself as a humble, meek, and jealous follower of Jesus. And by serious witness and warning, I will try to lead others, others to think of the needs of their immortal souls. I hereby vow to read no less than four chapters in God's word every day. I will cultivate a spirit of self-denial 
and will yield myself a prisoner of love to the redeemer of the world i will cultivate a spirit of self denial and will yield myself a prisoner of love to the redeemer of the world that young man was william booth who later led thousands to christ the salvation army which he founded stands as a monument to his faithfulness in preparing himself each morning to serve the lord so i want to leave you with this verse the words from joshua chapter 24 verses 14 to 15 as he spoke unto the people of god so now go in fear of the lord and be his servants with true hearts put away the gods worshiped by your father across the river and in egypt of being carnally committed or half heartedly committed and be servants of the lord faithfully committed and if it seems evil or undesirable to you to be the servants of the lord choose make the decision this day whose servant you will be of the gods whose servants your fathers were across the river or of the gods of the amorites in whose land you are living but as for me and my house we will serve the lord by being faithfully committed lord and heavenly father thank you father god thank you lord for this beautiful psalm father god that makes us lord to go back to rewind the commitment that we made to you father what made us lord to not push it through where did we leave our commitment halfway father help us father god to ponder upon that lord and be like david father god to be that man who makes the pledge lord that no matter what i will be committed i will not bend i will not go i will not burn to the temptations but i will be committed to you and why not lord you deserve everything father god lord jesus you you took the throne crown of thorns on your head you did take the beating and the mocking for us when they nailed you on the cross you outstretched your arm and you received all our sins past present and future on you and you gave it all for us and why can't we lord lord i pray for other god that because lord of your cross you have lifted lord our eyes lord towards heaven father lord because of what you did on the cross lord we have been saved from a burning hell lord and lord you don't take leftovers lord help us lord to bring the first fruit to you help us lord to bring our obedience lord committed commit being committed to you lord and give our obedience to you father god lord you are so much committed to us father god that your eyes lord that you are looking lord to the on the towards the earth lord to strengthen whose hearts are fully committed to you then why do we compromise father god lord i pray father god make us lord to live a life lord that bring glory to you father god help us lord to let go lord of the things lord that is entangling us father god help us lord to live a life lord a blameless life before you lord which will say no tolerance for evil and like david help us to take upon your strength lord and not to do it in our strength because if we do it we will not be we cannot push through father i pray father anoint each one of us lord in the next level group father god that we will strive to walk lord 
in the middle of the road lord we will not go to the side of the road but we will be we will strive to walk in the middle of the road father god lord we will not allow any unholy things or people lord to have foothold in our lives father god lord we pray father god keep our eyes lord always focused on you or you alone lord and nothing else lord will influence us father god help us lord to have zero tolerance for evil father god and be the people father god who will be on our knees father god praying for others and praying lord for the many people lord whom you have brought for us father god lord i pray father god help us lord to be deliberate lord in our commitment father god lord i pray father god help us to make the declaration lord that no more unrighteousness in our life father god and to have that authentic relationship with you father god pressed on towards lord to live the life a blameless life father god a life that is committed to you father god lord i pray father god let nothing lord come and compromise us father god i pray you enlighten our heart enlighten our mind father god make us lord to be committed and to be a faithful follower of you father i pray all of this lord in the precious name of jesus christ i pray amen